This is Utah Weekly Forum, a public affairs show dedicated to learning more about the issues affecting our lives and health and exploring the resources available in our diverse communities to help. Here's your host, Rebecca Cressman. Well, welcome. What a pleasure it is for me. Not everybody, of course, our audience knows that for a period of time in my life, I was living in Bolivia, um, both on the western edge and on the eastern edge and in the mountains. And uh, my heart... Um, well, I became very attached to the country itself. It has an incredible history, beautiful culture. And um, I learned that there is a very important group in our community called the Bolivia Utah Association. And coming up, there will be an event where we all can celebrate some of Bolivia's history together. So today, today I have two incredible people uh, joining us in studio, Edgar Zurita. Who uh, I've known for a few years. Hi, Edgar. Hello. How are you? Good. I'm very glad you're here. Now, Edgar's position is chairman of the Bolivia Utah Association, and on that board is an important woman too, Patsy Calbimonte. Uh, Patsy, thank you so much for being here too. Yeah, thank you. Now, Bolivia is a country that we often I'll say it's in the heart of South America. It's in the middle. It doesn't have an ocean border, but it has all kinds of countries bordering it from Argentina to Peru, right? And Brazil and uh, pa- Paraguay, Paraguay. That is correct. Right? Yes. So it's all yes. around. So as we talk about Bolivia, there are a lot of different historical cultures inside that country. A lot to be celebrated. Both of you uh, come from areas that were predominantly mining areas. So right. you are from Potosí, Correct. Bolivia. Mm-hmm. And is that high altitude area? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's 4,900 meters above sea level. So it's Phew. the highest um, city in Bolivia. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then you were raised in the center in Cochabamba. Correct. Yes. All right. But yes. born in a teeny little mining town. Not, I don't know how mm-hmm. close to, to Potosí you were. Actually, be. it's very close. Okay. Uh, I was born in, in Wanuni. It's a small mining town. And, and uh, yeah, it's very close to Potosí, actually. It's almost the border. To, to Potosí, mm-hmm. but yeah. Before I traveled to Bolivia my first time, and I'm going to go all the way back to the 80s, um, I am from Mexican-American heritage. I am from indigenous heritage within Mexico, the Tarahumara and the Mixtec and a few others. And so I was super interested learning about the indigenous populations in Bolivia. And the predominant ones were Quechua and Aymara. Aymara. The Quechua come from the original Inca people. Is that right? Correct. Yes. All right. And Aymara, when, do we know where they come from? And, and I know that's a big conversation actually, for probably yeah. later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the Incan Empire actually covered several countries. You yes. know, I went to all the way to Ecuador, Peru, uh, some regions of, uh, of Chile. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's mm-hmm. a huge in, empire. And within that empire, uh, there were the Quechuas and the Aymaras. Okay. So in that, that was way, way before the Incan Empire that, you know, the Quechuas and Aymaras and all the other tribes were there. Okay. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For correcting the history now, too. <laughs> yeah. If you think about that, of course, before the Incans really grew to their maximum power, right. there were already communities uh, there. Yeah. For right. example, the Tiahuanacu, we have uh, large ruins in the area of La Paz. 
from the Tiawanaku, which is way before the Incas as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was trying to remember that. It's almost like Stonehenge time. Mm-hmm. It's it's that right. long. So um, when people uh, have an opportunity to eat Bolivian food or to see Bolivian dances, which is just incredible, it's actually representing uh, the diverse indigenous communities and the Spanish influence that later mm-hmm. came into Bolivia. Now, I know both of you, of course, are with the Bolivia Utah Association, um, but you have an important event coming up. And I want to make sure we start with that because, you know, people might have short attention spans. So first of all, <laughs> Bolivia is celebrating its independence on August 6th. And it's celebrating, is it its independence from Spain? That is correct. And Simon Bolivar would be the liberator? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he, he's actually from Venezuela, you know, and he's uh, the one that started doing the liberating liber- all the countries, of the countries Colombia yeah, yeah. all of, all the way around yeah, yeah and that's basically why Bolivia is called Bolivia because of Simon Bolivar right and so August 6th the big celebration now here in Utah there's an incredible center for those who haven't had an opportunity to visit it you should it's called the Utah Cultural Celebration Center and that center is a host of all kinds of wonderful activities and events and festivals and dances of communities and cultures throughout Utah. And so on August 5th, which is a Saturday, you're going to have a celebration. The Bolivia Association of Utah is having a celebration of Bolivia's independence. So I want to know what will be happening at that event and are both of you performing? So, Edgar. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a double question right there. Yeah, double question. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, first of all, so, so glad to be partnering with uh, the Utah Cultural Celebration Center. We found that as, and we call it pretty much our home because we most of our activities, pretty close to about five to six years, we've been doing it there just because we created a very nice partnership with them. And they love having us there, and we love having our activities there. It's a great place, very friendly, family-friendly. It's very, very nice. It, it just beautiful, beautiful place to be there. And, um, yes, we'll, we will have a, <laughs> a celebration for uh, the Independence Day, and we will have – this is going to be the first year we're going to be doing a uh, competition for Caporales. Okay, Caporales, Correct. and that is a stunning dance that is a big part of the image of a folklore dance and historical dance of Bolivia. And so uh, I'm curious, Patsy, what is the meaning of Caporales? Why is that dance so important? Good question. I think that that's, the dance is a mixture of um, different cultures in Bolivia, and it has become part of the folklore of Bolivia. But um, as I understand, originally Caporales was danced by the Afro-Americans living in certain parts of La Paz. Um, and, and it has become very popular. People loved the, the tune, the rhythm, the, the colors, right, in the, in the dressing. Um, and it's just, uh, I mean, you hear it and you just cannot, uh, just sit down and listen. You have to stand up and start dancing because it's just amazing. And because of it, uh, because it's such a, a cool dance and, and, and fun dance for everyone, um, other countries have also adopted it and want to dance it. So now we have many countries here in our state 
um, that also have groups of their own dancing the folklore, Bolivian folklore, especially this dance of caporales. Because it does get everybody. Yes. Like, yes. Get, if you want your kids to see something incredible, mm-hmm. you want to have them uh, see the caporales yes. performed. So will both of you be performing it? Well, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have a... Um, I have a group, and in, in it's called Los Hermanos de los Andes. And, mm-hmm. um, we and will this be is performing. a music group, and it yes. has right. CDs, uh, and yes, they yes. have the sampoña, the pan flute. Yes. It's incredible. and the uh, Charango. Charango. Oh, I almost said Chirimoya, but the little, <laughs> yes. little teeny guitar. It's the yes. Los Hermanos de los Andes. You guys have been performing for 30 years yes. plus, beautifully. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, we will be performing as Los Hermanos de los Andes. That means the brother, the and brothers from the Andes, the Andes Mountains. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Yes, and so <clears throat> that way we'll be performing. But this particular, uh, since we are organizing this uh, this event, we have invited uh, you know the the people that are fond of this <laughs> this particular dance to come and and, and have a, a competition. So there'll be a competition, and there there are going to be prizes. I think mm-hmm. it's about a thousand dollars in prizes. Wow! And so and, there are a number of dance groups of dance groups with Bolivian yes. history that or Bolivian folklore. roots mm-hmm. folklore, yeah, folklore that are spread out throughout Utah. Yeah. So and they're that, coming. And this mm-hmm. this competition is not only limited to Bolivians. Okay. Oh, so, so the Chileans so and the Peruvians. The Chileans, yeah, if they do have uh-huh. a dance ensemble that uh, do caporales, okay, you know, and. Unfortunately, this this year they're only going to be couples, not, not groups. the whole group. Okay. Yeah, so they'll be they'll be couples, and so they're all invited. Yes. Uh, I mean, I think seven hundred dollars for the first uh, prize. Wow. So mm-hmm. it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I had the the opportunity to be during the summer solstice um, on two events. I was um, in Cusco, Peru, and there they hold a celebration. Uh, for the summer solstice in Tiraimi, and it is celebrated in their plaza, and dancers from countries all throughout South America come. So it's not just the Peruvian dance. There were Chilean and Bolivian. And I didn't know to expect to see my Bolivian caporales there. So here we're up all night and the dancing starts from the day and three-year-olds are in dance groups and it goes all the way. And then I hear the whistle and the the rhythm of the caporales. And I think, where am I? And I turn and there it is, a group from the border of Bolivia, not too far from maybe Lake Titicaca, I think. And they had traveled to participate. And it was beautiful for me to see the different countries welcoming each other. Because if you th- you think of your music band, Los Hermanos de los Andes, I mean, uh, all of the people, so many of them share uh, a rich history. So many of those countries, a rich history uh, together. Uh, Correct. From- and even in Los Hermanos de los Andes, you have... Um- People that are um, playing there from different countries, correct? Yeah, yeah, that is correct. And that's why it's called the Brothers of the Andes or Los Hermanos de los Andes because we're from different countries uh, from South America. We have from Chile. Uh, at times we have people from Ecuador and Peru. 
in essence, it was the brothers of the Andes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how it started. You know, all of us, um, different countries, you know, a part of our history and culture is told in song and dance. Mm-hmm. And and so to me, dance and music is so transportive. It might, you know, take me back to memories of of grandparents or take me back to a location where the mountains are high, the air is thin. And, you know, and it's just beautiful to me when I see other people from other countries and the United States, all of us included, coming to each other's cultural celebrations mm-hmm. because we learn so much about each other. Yes. Right? So tell me why you decided to join the Bolivia Association. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on before I tr- move over. So this event, the the Bolivian Independence Festival that is being celebrated at the Utah Cultural Celebration Center, open to all, even though there's a competition for caporales dancers, all are invited to attend August right. 5th. Mm-hmm. And the Utah Cultural Celebration Center, is it West Valley City or Taylorsville? Which of those? West, West Valley. Valley. Okay, West, West Valley. Valley City. Now, I have to be before I migrate to that other uh, conversation about the Bolivia Utah Association, will there be food? Because the Bolivian food oh, is yes. pretty amazing. I still drive and yes. pick up salteñas, which yes. is the very best empanada you could ever have in yes. your life, uh, probably once a month. So tell, yes. tell me what kind of foods will be planned for that event. You know? And that's why we like that venue, because it's big enough where we can show the folklore in dance and also in food. We have normally we have um, four or five vendors that come that are from Bolivia and they um, offer different types of dishes that are traditional in Bolivia. And of course, the salteñas have to be there. We always have salteñas. You know, and, and I, I'll say this empanadas are eaten in, in not just Mexico, they're eaten in Peru. But I'd never had, I know salteñas are eaten in Bolivian, Bolivia and Argentina. Mm-hmm. Argentina. Correct. Um, now, I, what I just like, can I just tell you, people who've never had one, mm-hmm. you should get in your car and you should drive to West Valley City on August 5th and go get a salteña. It's a meat pie, like an empanada that's kind of gordo, a little chubby. Mm-hmm. And inside, is an incredible beef and potatoes or chicken and, mm-hmm. and vegetables and it is extraordinary with a little hint of you know ahi, a little salsa so what other plates will be there a mm-hmm. lot of traditional foods okay. you know, we have piquelo macho there will be picante de pollo just all the favorite um, dishes that are Bolivian of the, of the Bolivian cuisine scene yes. is going to be there and it's just amazing one thing I wanted to say about salteñas yes. and I gotta say this because I love seeing the faces of the people that try salteña for the first time because they do not expect... No, they don't. The, the, the reaction that they portray on their faces after they taste the salteña it, it, is The like rush priceless. of flavor it's is priceless right. because they're not yeah. expecting it. Yeah. And, and it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, a combination of the little sweet and spicy... The, some of the farmer markets sell some of the salteñas from right. in, individuals who have roots to Bolivia. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, it's interesting. They know me on a first-name basis. Oh. They're like, hi, I would like this many. And they go, hey, Rebecca's back. I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, but it is fantastic and, and uh, something to be proud of in Absolutely. terms of the folklore. And there's industry. a few people making salteñas nowadays in, in this valley. One of them is a family member from Edgar. Yeah, those, those are the ones I buy. Yes. <laughs> yep, I do. And because as soon as they said their last name was Urita, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. We share a connection back to Bolivia way back. Why is it, do you see, it's the importance of having a community celebration 
for a country that's so far away. Tell me a little bit about what both of you experienced, what your children have experienced, why it's so important to have gatherings together and to celebrate uh, that past, that history, the culture, the music, all of that. Going back to your question of why I joined the Bolivian Association, back when I arrived to the Valley here, I'm talking about 15 years ago, my children were small. They were elementary age and and a couple of teenagers. And um, even though I had taken them back to my country every two years or so to meet my family, make that connection, um, they, I wanted them to experience um, the folklore because that um, helps them have a connection to my roots, not just to my family, but my country. That was so important for me. And so I joined the, the Bolivian Association because I wanted to be involved. I wanted to help um, with the activities. And so when I was, you know, talking about 15 years ago, I'm the one that joined and started dancing with a group of from Paola, right? Yes. Which is, um, what's the name of her group? Nueva, Nueva Raices. So I danced with them, and, and my my two older daughters danced with me also. So it was so much fun. And, and so it helped my daughters gain that connection to my roots. And pride. And exactly. Mm-hmm. So it was, it, it was, um, it was wonderful. I, I loved it. And since then, of course, I've, you know, I know that. Um, the great service that we offer as an association to the rest of the community. And so I just decided to stay. And I've been serving with them for many years now, and I love it. I mean, we do all kinds of things. One of those things is we do these celebrations that include, you know, music and dance and and uh, food. And, uh, yeah, in our celebration that we're going to have, we have, um, in this case, uh, the folklore, you know, with the different uh, dance groups that come and and uh, perform, but then afterwards, we just have a dance. Everybody joins in, and we're when we dance folklore music, we dance all kinds La of music. Cueca. La cueca, People absolutely. Bring a white handkerchief yes. with you. Uh-huh. La cueca, we dance a cueca, and all kinds of other dances. And then we also um, include other dances like salsa, merengue, you know, cumbia, bachata, bachata of uh-huh. course, all those things. So we end up just having a great party, and it is beautiful to see. All the families join in, older and young, and the young, you know, learn from the parents, and they all get involved, and they just feel that connection, which that to the community, to the Bolivian community, and and others, because there is a lot of uh, interracial um, um, families, you know, um, we see a lot of gringos, we call it, dancing la cueca as well, and it is wonderful, you know, that that's what it is for, that's what we're trying to do with the Bolivia Association, and I think we're doing a a great job uh, because we see that in the families. We see so many children well, and that's connected. One of the things that I grew up with as uh, having Mexican roots is that um, at almost every family gathering, there would be music played and everybody mm-hmm. dances together. Children yes. dance at the same time as adults. It is yes. uh, a, like a familial community neighborhood. We all dance. We all celebrate mm-hmm. together. So from a very young age, kids can have these great experiences just, um, you know, dancing and, right. and, and not being self-conscious Correct. of getting everything right, but just celebrating uh, uh, our, our friendships together. Correct. Yeah. I think it strengthens families and strengthens the community. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Our heritage so rich, so rich. And I don't think we have enough time to show our children, the generations that are born here in the United States, that are Bolivian, um, how rich it is. And so this is an opportunity for us to 
to mm-hmm. share that with them because it's so beautiful. The music is so beautiful. Their, their dances are so beautiful. The food is so beautiful, so delicious. So, and I, I get chills just mm-hmm. to – and the passion that we have serving in the Bolivia Youth Association is you have to love this in order to do all the, the service that we do uh, because it's just wonderful. It's something that gives you satisfaction, cheering, how rich – your heritage is. I remember one time I was living. Um, I, um, I was living somewhere in Bolivia. I was trying to remember if it was outside of Quiacoyo. Quiacoyo was um, primarily a Quechua community mm-hmm. outside of the center city, the capital, Cochabamba. And I remember learning about Pachamama mm-hmm. and Mother Earth. And when I would see that they were going to construct a modern building. Just for a moment, there may be someone having a small little celebration to give thanks to Mother Earth and bury a little Pachimama. And then I would see them turn, and I can't remember the terminology. Maybe it's an, the Apu, the mountain size, the mountains, the Apus. And they would just like look at each four directions, north, south, east, west, and thank the, thank the mountains. The, the mountains are spiritual representation for many of the uh, Inca heritage. And I thought, what a beautiful thing to have a spirit of appreciation and gratitude, even whether you're constructing a home, a school, or a business. And I took that with me because I think with commercialism, we can lose that sense of Mm -hmm. appreciation. But that's another reason why others can come to these celebrations and really learn and gain this appreciation for how much uh, the Bolivian history and culture can bring meaning to our lives as well. This celebration, I think, and, and, and you said it, it's a way to not only share that with our with our families, with our Bolivian uh, community, but also with the community that we are here. You know, that's why we're here. For us to, we live here, so we have to have that perfect harmony, that perfect combination that we can just rip all the good things on both sides and be great, be beautiful. My mom used to talk about, you know, the United States, and people use the term the melting pot. Mm -hmm. And my mom would say, well, even if we all melt together, the truth is each of us have different minerals that we're bringing to that. And we want to preserve the essence, that specialness. So you can be both proud of living in and or being a new citizen of the United States of America and equally proud of your own history and the country from which you came. You can hold both of those in your hand. Right. I I think in order to be strong as a country, we do have to be able to integrate with each other, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, we're a big melting pot and we come from all kinds of cultures and, um, and, and we're all different. But if we don't share those differences, we're not going to be able to integrate. We're not going to be able to know each other, right? So I think for us to, you know, what we do, we try to open up our culture, our folklore, with you know, and, and share it with everyone so that everybody can see us, they can know us, appreciate who we are, and be able to live with each other better, right? I think if we all did that, not just us, but everybody uh, from wherever you come. I know we have a lot of uh, people coming from other countries right now to Utah, especially from, from Africa. Africa and yes. Venezuela and Ukraine. Right. Uh-huh. I think if we all, um, you know, take the time and the opportunity to be able to share these, you know, our cultures with each other, we can definitely learn from each other, integrate with each other, right? Work together and be stronger. 
if we don't, um, I, I think it's a recipe for disaster because we just see the differences and we no, don't get along, right? So I think our, our, what we're doing an association, as an association and, and other associations because every country, I think, in Latin America has an association. Yeah, here Vene- Utah. I've, I've been a part of Venezuelan uh-huh. association, right. Utah. Colombian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we communicate with each other. We invite each other's you know, to our activities. And I think it's a great thing. We get to know each other. We we find out more from each other. We help each other in different activities. And I think that's what makes us stronger. I, I think that's that's a good thing here in Utah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. To me, it's absolutely beautiful. Yes. And we talk about melting pot of the United States of America. It's The world has always been um, a melting pot. Mm-hmm. It has always, it's never been static. It's always been changing as, you know, whether it is an indigenous population moving from one part, you know, mm-hmm. someone was telling me, what a, a cousin, she's like, I think we're part Apache too, Apache. Right. I said, no, we couldn't be. And then I read the history that <laughs> yes. the Apache would leave Arizona and go back to, down into Chihuahua, Mexico uh-huh. during different seasons. And I thought, well, look at that. Maybe she mm-hmm. was right about right. that and how beautiful uh, that we have more of that. We have only about three minutes left. And um, that is, this has been just an opportunity to kind of scrape the surface, touch the surface of the beauty and history and culture and the folklore that can be celebrated about Bolivia and every country. And and that there is an event we are all invited to at the Utah Cultural Celebration Center put on by the Bolivia Utah Association on August 5th. What time? Is it going to be an evening event, a daytime event? Yes. Well, it's going to be a it's an evening event, but this is starting even Friday. We have the, the council, Bolivian council is coming to, to Utah specifically for their celebration. And, of course, they're going to do their um, their services, you know, all the documents that uh, we need for the Bolivian community here that they're going to give that service. But they're going to be part of this celebration as well. So we're kind of special. That is beautiful. Of all, If you look at the Intermountain West yes. and you think of all the places, the Bolivian Consul, because they're in charge from from the coast yeah. of Los Angeles through the Intermountain West, they're yeah. going to be in West Valley City yes. on uh, August yes. 5th and August yeah. 6th. And it's going to start at 6. Okay. 6, six o'clock. Six the Bolivian Consulate um, are going to be opening their services to the community, the Bolivian community, on Friday and Saturday. They, their offices will actually be in El Centro de la Familia, which is just down the road over here on 300 West in Salt Lake City. Okay, so it's the El Centro de, Centro la, Familia. de la Familia de mm-hmm. Utah, it's okay. called. Um, it's a nonprofit organization uh, that um, offers a Head Start services for Utah, especially for the migrant population. I used to work there as well. Yeah, I used to I volunteer as a oh, translator <laughs> way back when. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Senor um, Palsa is the CEO of that organization and has opened his doors and said he's half Bolivian. Wonderful. Uh, his mother was uh, he's here is from here from Utah and his dad was from La Paz. So he always opens his doors to us and says, hey, you can use my offices and have Marvelous. the Bolivian consulate visit here and do all the work that they need to do for the Bolivian. Um, so Friday, here. Friday, so Friday okay. and Saturday. Uh, they'll Centro be de la Familia de Centro, Utah yeah. on 300 West in downtown Salt Correct. Lake City. Okay. Yeah, and they will be serving from 9 in the morning till 6 p.m. All right, bravo. So, yeah. And then after that, in Saturday, after they're done, we're the, going to the party. Time yes. to dance. Yes. Everybody. Yes. Competitions and then everybody dance and everybody eat. It's yes. going to be great. I'm very grateful that both of you would take time in your busy schedules to come join us in the broadcast studios today. Um, the event 
is August 5th at the Utah Cultural Celebration Center. If you Google Bolivian Independence Festival, you know, West Valley City, or you go Utah Cultural Celebration Center, you can get information about that. And also you can look up Edgar Zurita, Edgar Zurita with a Z, um, of the Bolivian Utah Association and Patsy Calbimonte. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Rebecca, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Utah Weekly Forum is produced by KSFI FM 100.3 in Salt Lake City, a Bonneville International Station. Subscribe to the Utah Weekly Forum podcast online and email us at Rebecca at FM100.com.